Welcome to the Tap Into Safety podcast, where Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder, discusses the latest research, reports and interesting topics to help health and safety, human resource and training professionals in their efforts to keep every worker safe every day. Hi, thanks for joining me today. For this podcast, we're going to take a look at the BAR, Brisbane Auto Recycling, industrial manslaughter case, and what it means in terms of safety for your organisation. Now, this case is one of the first rulings under the industrial manslaughter laws in Queensland and indeed Australia. There haven't been too many others. Now, organisations are actively following these prosecutions in the light of how it may affect their companies. Now, under investigation was the incident that led to the death of a 54-year-old worker, Mr Willis. Now, he was a pedestrian or a worker on foot and struck by another worker operating a forklift. Now, this worker operating the forklift didn't hold a forklift ticket, a recognised qualification to operate a forklift. And the forklift was reversing and struck the 54-year-old worker and led to his death. The company who was charged with Brisbane Auto Recycling, and this is a Queensland auto wrecking business. Now, the prosecution for the case stated that BAR had effectively no safety systems in place. It had no system to ensure the separation of pedestrians and forklifts, and they were commonly used in the same work areas. It also had no system to ensure that the workers who drove forklifts were appropriately qualified and supervised. And they decided and determined that it was this problem that and the failures that they had in terms of operating forklifts in the same area with pedestrians without a ticket, reversing, those things caused the death of Mr Willis. So the article that underpins this podcast, which is available on our website, discusses the rulings of the BAR industrial manslaughter case and what it means for your organisations. We also look at safely operating forklifts and the industrial manslaughter laws that are prevalent through much of Australia. Industrial manslaughter laws are present in the ACT, Queensland, newly in Victoria, they came in early July, Northern Territory and soon to be in Western Australia, placing workplace fatalities into the criminal arena and subject to prosecution. Currently, industrial manslaughter laws can inflict bigger penalties and jail time on an employer or an owner of a firm than the current health and safety legislation. Across the states, the maximum penalties for an offence of industrial manslaughter are on average 20 years imprisonment and $5 million fines for an individual responsible for negligently causing death and between 10 to $16 million fines for the body corporate. Now, up to December 2019, Safe Work Australia had recorded 157 workplace fatalities for the year. 13 more workers died at work than the previous year. The BAR industrial manslaughter case provides a timely warning that workplace fatalities can lead to significant prosecutions. And what we're finding now is that for every fatality, there seems to be a feeling that we're now going to look at it through the lens of industrial manslaughter. 
in the BAR industrial manslaughter case heard on the 3rd of April 2020, an indictment was presented charging the defendants with the following offences. The company, Brisbane Auto Recycling Proprietary Limited, was charged with industrial manslaughter and the conviction was recorded and they were also fined $3 million. The two company owners also recorded a conviction and both received a suspended sentence for 10 months imprisonment. The judge decided that the two owners were remorseful enough not to have to actually spend time in prison. So what does the ruling mean for your organisation? The BAR industrial manslaughter case is the first in Queensland to apply a significant jump in the level of fines for workplace fatalities. Because in the past, Queensland deaths on construction sites have seen fines of just $60,000 to $80,000 on average. And the BAR industrial manslaughter case saw a fine or resulted in a fine of $3 million. Also, there is the risk of going to jail for such offences, and this is a real threat to companies. The ruling places the spotlight clearly on workplace health and safety. Legally, a business must comply with industrial manslaughter requirements. But there are some things that you can do to protect yourself against industrial manslaughter laws. And I'm going to go through eight steps that you can take. The first one is you should review all the potential hazards and risks in your workplace. You must include physical and psychological. And you must manage these, and you should manage these, within a risk management framework. Secondly, you should conduct a formal review of your safety systems and controls to ensure that they're effective and a correct reflection of your processes. So many times we see control measures that don't relate to the way that the work is done inside your workplace. They look great on paper, but they're not a reflection of how you actually complete the work. Number three, review all your existing policies and ensure that they're complete. Have we missed anything? Are there any gaps? Fourthly, examine your health and safety leadership and culture for possible negligent practices. Are we all on the same page, singing from the same song sheet? Number five, ensure all company directors, senior officers and managers understand the implications of the legislation because the buck just doesn't stop with the company owner. It goes all the way to the company directors. Number six, you should review your incident action plans and responses. What are you going to do in the case of an emergency? What will you do if a worker is seriously injured? Number seven, Consider your business insurance arrangements. In some states, your OHNS insurance will cover your fines. But remember, in WA and New South Wales, insurance policies cannot be used to pay work health and safety fines. And finally, number eight, train all employees in safe practice of high-risk activities. You need to regularly refresh that training to ensure ongoing competence and you must keep detailed reports and records because you're going to rely on these reports and records if you're ever in front of the magistrate on an industrial manslaughter case. Now, I just want to take a moment to look at the high-risk activity of operating a forklift. 
because operating a forklift can lead to fatalities and injuries. For example, WorkSafe Queensland has seen on average 430 accepted workers' compensation claims for injuries involving forklifts each year since 2012. That's 430 claims per year. Now, 40% of these involve serious injuries with five or more days required off work. Sprains and strains from sitting or getting in and out of a forklift are the most common injuries, and the next one is being hit by a forklift or coming into contact with its load, just as it was in the BAR industrial manslaughter case. And it's not just the forklift operator who is at risk. Manoeuvring around people, shelving, intersections and cornering can all place workers on foot in the line of fire. During the same period, WorkSafe Queensland was notified of 137 incidents involving workers or bystanders being struck by, run over or trapped by a forklift. Now, two of those incidents resulted in a fatal injury and 88 workers had a serious injury requiring hospitalisation. It's worth bearing in mind that if the two fatalities had occurred today, they would likely be subject to industrial manslaughter laws, just like the BAR industrial manslaughter case. And the question is, what does that mean for us going forward? Because from what we can see is that fatalities in the workplace are now all likely to be viewed through the industrial manslaughter lens. And then will the judge be as lenient as they were in this particular case? Or are we likely to see fines increasing and jail terms imposed? Taking industrial manslaughter law seriously is the key takeaway from the BAR industrial manslaughter case. Not only did the company receive a hefty fine for safety breaches, but the company owners also received a spent conviction. Some would say they got off very lightly. Others are pleased that the fine is substantial. So what does this mean for your business? Well, two things. You need to continue to review and address high-risk tasks and regularly train your employees and keep detailed records. Remember, you need evidence that your employees understand risk and they must remain notably competent and compliant. You have been listening to Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder of Tap Into Safety. If you would like to read more about this topic and other related topics, or to contact them for more information, please visit their website at www.tapintosafety.com.au. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, search for Tap Into Safety on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider. Until the next time, we hope you keep safe and well.